Hey guys, welcome back to Dance Fever, Southern West Virginia's premier dance competition show fan podcast. I'm Eddie Lee. I'm Terry. And we have Dancing with the Stars coverage for Season 22, Episode 8, Judges Team Up Challenge. Yes. And ABC, your voting for the second half didn't work. Well, it did. It's just it, 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 if you wanted to watch the dance, it opened and closed. Then you really couldn't vote because the voting closed right as the dance ended. So you missed the last three or four seconds of the dance, looking down to figure out how to vote. That sucked. Boo. Yeah, they needed to let it last First at least. First last week's three sixty debacle, and then this. They're they're just not getting stuff because right. we had plenty of time in between the dances. And I can understand. They want you to vote, uh, first of all, so they have time to get it in, but mm-hmm. also before the judges say anything. They right. Don't want that to right. You. But it, they should be able to finish the last flare of yeah. the dance before the voting closed. Yeah. You, you have 15, 20, maybe 30 seconds from the time they end to win. So when they're the walking over judge. to Tom. Yeah. I mean, and that would have been plenty of time. Anyway, yeah. you know, we're just, we were too busy watching the dance to get the vote through all three dances. Yeah, really. Uh, what were we thinking to try to watch the whole dance? Yeah. So Mandy Moore was our choreography for our opening she dance, and it was it. cool as crap. It was an awesome opening. We liked the lightsaber stuck in the floor. That yes. was pretty cool, too. We liked that. Yeah, kind of like the, the, what is it, the story of the lamp that never goes out mm-hmm. or whatever. Remember that one? The stage light that never goes out. So we have Tom and Aaron as our host and hostess, and Carrie Ann, Lynn, and Bruno as our judges, and these scores will be given in that order. And I hate, 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 hate how they do this toward the end of the season. Sonora. Yeah. Yeah, that's one of the songs later. I hate how they do this at the toward the end of the season when they have them all up there at the beginning of the show and they start telling them whether they're safe or in yes, jeopardy. I, I don't know why they're doing this <sighs> we again don't like this it. way. But Nile and Peter were told they're safe, and they're dancing first. And then actually the first team that was told they were in jeopardy danced right after they were told they were in jeopardy. Well, yeah, but, you know. Uh, that's just, that's poo. But they did a pasa doble. To Panic at the Disco's Victorious. And it was excellent. That was once again amazing that he can't hear to do that pasa doble for me. I just, it was excellent. He got a 10, a 9, and a 10. I'm beginning to question if he's deaf. Yeah, I know. I know. It's like, no. Because one part of it, in the middle of it, they were dancing with troop members. And one part in the middle, it was him and four male troop dancers dancing with no sound. Because PETA wanted everyone to see what he had to go through. What it is that he had to deal with in her mind to dance so everybody no, no sound no sound at all whatsoever no, they even no, got the audience yeah, to quit no clapping there was the, absolutely the no clapping, sound there was no sound and they those five people danced and during practice in in one of the shots that they did the troop members were saying that's really hard yeah to stay together and not hear anything well and you consider their whole training is otherwise mm-hmm their whole training is the beat. So So that's all and everybody cried. I mean Carrie Ann was crying, Aaron was crying, everybody's crying because it was they felt they felt it was so profound. I just thought it showed the whole dance, not that even not even just a little silent segment. I thought the whole dance just showed how amazing this man really is 
to get all the other clues and cues from everything else to stay in time on the dance. So next out, oh, then they brought out Paige and Mark, Jody and Keo, and Antonio and Sharna to tell them safe or in jeopardy. Paige and Mark are safe. I'm so sorry. We're doing this right after the show, and it's like my bedtime. Sorry for the yawns. Jody and Keo Keo are in jeopardy, and Antonio and Sharna are in jeopardy, and dancing next. Woohoo! Doing a Viennese waltz. A Vietnamese? Yes, a Vietnamese waltz. Is, is that what he called it? As Antonio was time? calling it. Yes. yes, a Vietnamese waltz. To Rihanna's Love on the Brain. And a it, very good Vietnamese waltz song. Yes, and it was a very good dance. It turns out that this week he was showing up even before Sharna. He yes, said he was, he was dedicating himself to, to, to putting everything he had into this week of dancing, and he was doing everything he could, and it was very good dance. He got three nines for his efforts, and it was very good. Next out were Jody and Keo, also in Jeopardy, remember, doing a jive. To Christina Aguilera's Something's Got a Hold on Me. And it was also a very good dance. I I wasn't fond of the concept at all. And I don't think that the concept, which was a church service really went with where they went with with the jive but that's okay she did the dance excellent i mean she was smiling and and flicking and kicking and that that jive was like really hitting it and they got three tens for it because she really did an excellent job on it keo wasn't all of that fond of your concept yeah uh yeah next out were Paige and mark doing a viennese waltz to Demi Lovato's Stone Cold. And it was pretty amazing because you had Paige in in white. He the what okay, Mark's concept was to create a blizzard. So he was they were being they were frozen statues that came alive and danced, but still had some issues with their frozenness during the dance, which I thought was interesting because the Viennese watch is very flowy and, and non stop and moving and flow and flow. But he kept with the concept that we have been frozen and we are dancing this dance so occasionally they would freeze back up and then they would get themselves loose again and dance again yeah. all around the floor everything isn't so flowy flowy for them and i loved it i thought it was an excellent concept i've for once agreed with carrie ann because she gave him a 10 and lynn and bruno gave him nines i thought they deserved tens then they told Ginger and Val they were safe and Wanye and Lindsay that they were in jeopardy and Ginger and Val danced next and they did the Argentine tango to uh, Martinez Levicus Telephone and it was the best Argentine tango I've seen in in a while since the one with um, Derek, Derek and, and mm, Dirty Dancing Yes. Jennifer Grey. Yes. Baby. The best Argentine tango since that couple. The only thing I didn't like about it was I didn't like the blocking, the the path of lights that they had to stay in, because I felt it was almost too dark and you couldn't really see all the moves. Right, yeah. That yeah. I wanted more lights so I could really see what was going on. Apparently the judges could see fine because they gave them all tens. Excellent dance, though. And the last one out were Wanya and Lindsay doing a jive. 
to Aloe Black's Can You Do This? And it was pretty good. They had a little mishap. They brought out a handkerchief. I'm sorry, I'm not finding my words. A handkerchief that they put under their their foot so they could slide on it. And then they were supposed to kick pick them up and throw them out of the way. And Lindsay's did not get out of the way. And Wanye found it and slipped on it and just kind of never did really get back in. He did He did some moves now. He was jiving. It just wasn't the same job that Lindsay was doing because he was trying to put some moves in and catch up and get there. Like maybe two sets or three sets of eight. He, yeah. He just, he was yeah. struggling. And you could tell as soon as that foot went out from under him when he stepped on it, he, tr- he hit all the steps, but they were not no. <laughs> where they were supposed to be. No. But in, and oddly enough, instead of like stopping for a second and then coming back in, he kept trying to push the steps mm-hmm. to get back in. So I just wonder, would it have been as obvious if he'd have stopped a second and then picked it up? Yeah. Probably not, but probably his mind wasn't thinking that way. Right, no, he didn't know it that well. No. It was just, yeah. And he got an 8, an 8, and a 9. So we have two hot, two perfect scores, Jody and Keo and Ginger and Val, going into the Judges Team-Up Challenge. Team Bruno is Niall, Pita, Jody, and Keo doing an Argentine tango. And they are Argentine tangoing to... George Bizet's Habanera. And it was an excellent dance. Bruno had the girls dancing together and the guys dancing together. And it started and they started out on stage with two other pro couples. Right. From the from the troops. Four couples total. There were four couples total up on the stage and then when they came down off the stage it was just Nile Pita, Jody and Keo. And actually it was Pita and and Jody leading dancing together and then Nile and Keo coming up behind and dancing together. And the synchronicity for having a deaf man on their team was amazing. Yes. I thought. I thought they did an amazing job. And they got two tens and a nine, which you'll hear two more times because all three dances got scored the exact same thing two tens and a nine who gave them that nine america gave them that nine wow yeah ridiculous i'm telling you of course i can't say anything because i when i did get to vote i did give a nine so team lynn was ginger val wanye and Lindsay doing a samba to harry belafonte's jump in the line but everybody knows the song as shake sonora Shake, 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 Sonora. Shake your body. In what movie? Uh, Beetlejuice. Oh, I was going to say some... No, Beetlejuice. Some musical, probably, from uh, South Pacific. Might have been, but I remember it from Beetlejuice. I've I've never seen Beetlejuice. No, that's just a shame. Yeah, I know. It is. It was... Then this dance, this samba was, was okay. I don't think it was as good as the Argentine tango, even though it got equal scores to the Argentine tango. I thought that it was not as together as the other dance, but still it was very good. And Lynn got out there and shook his booty. So there you go. I'm surprised Bruno and Carrie Ann didn't, and Lynn did. But there you go. Team Carrie Ann was Paige and Mark and Antonio and Sharna dancing. To Lords, everyone wants, to, everybody wants to rule the world. And it was a pasta doble, and it was very difficult. Because it started out up stage with talcum powder and dust and flinging stuff. And then they came down and then they danced on the floor and then they went up in some water. 
I mean, they, she they had him. On. She had him going through everything. But Paige, 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 you are wasting yourself as an MMA fighter. I realize oh, I love MMA. Don't get me wrong, but girl, you got some going on, and you just need to go out and explore it, and yeah. use it, and learn it, and no go doubt. with it, because you are phenomenal. Antonio, you were okay. There were a few pieces where I saw that you made mistakes, but you were still okay. You were not in sync with everyone else, but that's all right because it was a powerful dance, and they got a ten ten nine. And dog's trying. Yes, he is. You got to give it to him. He's trying. And the only he thing he was win. being powerful and he was being manly is just he was doing it at a different time right. than everybody else, so it wasn't in sync. Didn't look that bad because you could just say that this is the power move, and everybody had their own way, but everybody else kind of looked the same except, right, except for Antonio. For, yeah. So then, don't forget that we have in Jeopardy, Jody and Keo, Antonio and Sharna, and Wanye and Lindsay. And we said goodbye this evening to Jody. Really thought it might have been, should have been Antonio. Yeah, I kind of When you go into a dance quality. it should have been, yeah. But, you know, when it gets this, toward the end like this, it's really hard to pick. Particularly considering she just got three tens. Yeah, yeah. But you know, you know so. they've and she got three tens last week, and that's what people added their votes to the judges' scores, and she went home. Yeah, so that just goes to show Steeler Nation is showing up. But it's good for her. Yes, because, because she, she in the morning she goes to start Fuller House. Yes, she starts filming the second season of Fuller House yeah. Tuesday morning. So uh, that will make it much easier for her to get over. Um, yeah. It'll certainly make it easier on her partner, mm-hmm. you know, because he he has. Uh, however many less dances he has to work on a, a, a show, jetting around trying to fit into her schedule. Although I think both of those are on the same coast. I think they are too. Like California, Hollywood area, so not too bad. But yeah, so it, it, it was good timing for her. Mm-hmm. Uh, two consecutive perfect scores, starting another gig the next day. Yeah. Okay, go ahead and take your bows and and move on to your your next your next step. That's yeah. cool. And next week is a double elimination, so. Yes, which makes sense because the semis and finals are the two episodes after that, which mm-hmm. will probably be uh, two nights, consecutive nights. And they always do that with three. Yeah. So I was wondering what they were going to do since since apparently ABC won't give them another episode. I know. I, I don't know why I not. I don't know. That's stupid. Or two more, two more, and they wouldn't have to have any double eliminations. One more, and they could do with just one. I, mm-hmm. Yeah. What? Well, there. What is going to be in that slot for I don't two know. weeks that that Dancing with the Stars couldn't take it? The Bachelor. I don't know. I, I just that that's kind of curious for me. And that is pretty much everything we had to say, guys. If you have something to say, you can email it to dancefever at gmail dot com. You can leave a comment to that effect at deliberatenoise.com slash dancefever, where we post the episodes, as well as engage us social medially on Twitter, Facebook, and Google+. We have pages for Facebook and Google+. Of course, Twitter doesn't have pages, but Dance Fever is on Twitter. One word, Facebook, Google+. It's two words if you decide to search for it. And no matter how you decide to search for it, don't forget to spell fever, F-E-V-R-E. I know some of you are forgetting out there, and that's why we don't have any feedback, but, you know, F-E-V-R-E. 
So there you go. Episode 9, Season 22, next week. Um, hopefully. Our next episode may be a little delayed with uh, life. Uh, it's kind of hard to say right now, but as far as we know right now, it won't be. Stay tuned if it is. F-E-V-R-E. Watch the feed. You'll get the episode regardless of when it comes out, and we will talk to you guys then. F-E-V-R-E. Bye. The Dance Fever Podcast is a Teal production, and as such, is licensed under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, non-derivatives, 3.0, unported license.